Hello fam, this is Ro and you're listening to Sick of Being Sick. Please follow, like, subscribe or do whatever it is that your app does to listen to our upcoming episodes. Well, hello. Um, thank you for tuning in to my birthday episode. This one is a bit about, I guess it's also coming to the end of the year. So I kind of just wanted to do a bit of a reflection on what my 26 uh, year have felt like and what I'm looking forward or how I'm preparing myself mentally for the upcoming year. I have a very intense year ahead. Um, so I feel like it's been really helpful to set up some sorts, as a strategist I am, some sort of frameworks that keep me and my momentum going. To kick it off, I want to start it with a quote from a Spanish writer, Juan Ramón Jiménez. Um, I'll say it in Spanish and then I will say it in English. Un día en la vida no es un día, es una vida. In English it means a day in life is not a day, it's a life. That's the quote that, or sort of my motto that I'm going to use to set the tone for my upcoming year and allow for every single day to be its independent experience. Um, I'm not really doing long-term goals, as you can imagine, but uh, really, really trying to live in the present. This coming year for me is not only, I mean, it's so important uh, from a treatment perspective, because if I end the year um, with clean MRIs, it means that my body is accepting of the drug. Um, there's a chance of regrowth uh, during treatment of about 20%. Um, but I think I'm able to stay positive knowing that it's that chance and not higher. Um, I, this year is, I'm just so focused on, you know, getting my body super active to make sure that the treatment is working on me um, and that my mental health is also in a good place. So with that, I'm working kind of two sides of my mental health for the most part. A, being positive, whilst also being realistic, but also staying positive. I think, you know, I've started to shift a bit the language I use around how I speak about my situation. I don't like to say I have cancer. I like to say I'm, I'm being treated for cancer. Some might think that that sounds a bit of a denial, but the tumor was removed. And with the brain, we know that we can't assume that it's always the whole thing removed, but... Um, it's a bit of a manifestation that I'm doing to myself. And then I'm also trying to work with the acceptance side of it. So as optimistic and um, sort of at peace that I am with my positive side, I'm also going to try and work uh, on accepting that there is a chance of the unfortunate happening and preparing myself sort of mentally for that if it does come to that, um, which it will not. <laughs> I won't allow it. And with that, I think I've really thought so much about, you know, I'm creating a hierarchy of priorities um, for 
for my upcoming year. I've never really been a goal setter in, in that term. Like, yes, I would be like, I want to read X amount of books or I want to accomplish this at work or something like that. But I feel like my hierarchy of attention, I want to call it, like the things that I want to pay attention to was a little bit off. Um, and I have been thinking a lot about it and wanted to really redefine it. I was a person that was very much, you know, um, my work was way too high up in my, my professional, sorry, my professional life was very high up in my, in my list. And, um, I've kind of turned it upside down. So my hierarchy now is myself as self absorbed as that sounds. It's my health, myself, meaning my health, physical and mental, um, secondly is my relationships, my connections. Third is their health, their mental health, their physical health. Fourth is my intellectual stimulation. I'm somebody who also who just really likes to learn new things and be constantly connected to new things that are coming up. And after that, it's work. I still like to work. I'm a workaholic, so work it comes after that. And then after that is anything else. So I'm using this sort of hierarchy in a way that like, you know, when bullshit drama comes around in life, I can look at this hierarchy and see where that sort of situation sits and decide how much attention to give it and how much energy it deserves for me right now. With that, I um, also want to set some tangible goals that align with this um, sort of side of my health or like my hierarchy, my hierarchy to to keep me going throughout this year because I am really living in like three-month MRI highs. <laughs> I've just had my first one, still waiting for results. I manifesto will be positive. I feel really good, um, but we'll have to see. But I want uh, some tiny little goals that I can, you know, look forward to. At the moment, I'm not, I, I love traveling, but at the moment, due to my brain being stolen from radiation, I'm not allowed to travel by flight. Um, so when I was told that, I was a bit annoyed, but I tried to look at the positive of it and say like, okay, I'm in Spain. What is something, you know, there's so many parts of Spain that I don't know. Um, I'm going to go explore at least two new places of Spain that I don't know throughout the next year whether it's by train or by car, but like give myself those breaks in like staycation mode within the, my country. Once I am allowed to fry, fly, which fry, <laughs> fly, which should be hopefully within the next like two to three months. Um, I really want to go see friends that I have all over Europe. So um, three key places that I want to visit within the next year. Uh, so before I turn 28, oh my God, it's like, so old. <laughs> so hard to say that, but it's so exciting. Um, is uh, I want to go to London, I want to go to Vienna, and I want to go to Paris. If you're listening to this and you live there, you know why I'm going there. Um, but yeah, those are like where I have some of my strongest friends and support systems within Europe that I really want to be connected to. Um, from a health standpoint, I want to continue working out. I try to do at least um, five active days in a week. So if I'm not doing, most of the times I even do seven, but um, if I'm 
not doing more than 10,000 steps in a day, then I'll be spinning for 30 minutes plus um, or doing other sorts of workouts like low impact or Pilates or yoga. So kind of really keeping outside of the weeks of chemo, really keeping my, my body active. From a mental health standpoint, um, continue to go to my therapy appointments, continue to reflect more on what I'm feeling in the moment and continue to do the podcast because the podcast I'm coming to realize has been like a very therapeutic uh, part of my journey. And then with the podcast, I also want to at least publish 15 to 20 episodes within the next year. Um, Meaning, I mean, I think this is episode eight, so 12 more um, or so. I continue to share other people's stories, continue to share my part of the story. I hope my part of the story becomes shorter and shorter and shorter because it means that everything's going well. (laughs) Um, But also sharing other people's stories and creating this platform. And then um, from my intellectual stimulation slash work standpoint... I really want to learn about new technologies and Web3, um, NFTs. I love art, so it feels like very uh, dumb that I don't already know about that space. So I really want to get into that. Um, I also have the right connections around me to, you know, learn about that. So I want to push myself to be more involved in that and advance with technology uh, myself. And I think those are kind of my main goals for the upcoming year. Um, I think with that, those are the main goals that I want to kind of cover. There are some more adventurous goals. Um, I've been thinking a lot about the topic of dating within the con- context of cancer, context of cancer and I would really like to put myself out there I don't think anybody wants to date the bold girl (laughs) so um I think this is a question I have for the cancer community out there like what are some things you've done to um keep your dating life active whilst being in treatment and obviously you know (laughs) um I just, I I don't want to make it about the cancer. I want to make it about getting to know me. So I I just really struggled with understanding how that can be done. If it can be done or if I have to wait until after treatment or if I'm limited to the pool of people that I already know pre-cancer diagnosis. Um, With that, um, obviously another plan would be to do, start planning my 28th birthday bash just finished 27 but we're definitely doing it again for the 28th one a lot of questions I've been getting recently have been about you know like what sort of feelings I have had about against my diagnosis and a lot of people ask if I feel anger and I've been thinking also a lot about this going into the next year and it's that I feel zero anger about this um I don't know if this is something that happens quite often to people but I'm actually like anger is definitely not one of the feelings that comes up often for me which also allows me to go into next year with so much um 
gratefulness. I don't even know if that's the right word, but I'm just really grateful. What is the word? Not great. Um, I'm just really grateful <laughs> for for being for making it to 27, for being here today, and even having the chance to set up, you know, uh, tiny little goals for the year that's to come. So that's another thing. Another thing that I do also want to do more, I guess it's more like in the connections uh, component, is being better at communicating how I feel to others. Um, and if I'm upset or I feel like I have so many supporters around me um, who are trying their best to, to be there for me. But I also, now that I'm feeling better, can do a bit more on like understanding how I'm feeling, communicating more of what is working, what isn't working, etc. Um, and yeah, a lot of the reason why I'm doing this um, sort of list of things that I want to do for the coming year is also because I feel like once I put this recorded piece out, I'm accountable for it. <laughs> and it's something that I can look back and like re-listen to it and see how I'm tracking against my goals and what new goals pop up throughout the year. Um, I just, you know, not having a job and not having a set routine um, makes it a bit harder to structure your life once uh, you're in treatment. So creating that for myself, I think it's going to be really important and it's going to help me push through in a much better way. So with that, I want to close this out by saying, have a time to reflect on what you want to do within, if it's been your birthday recently, do that. If it's, you know, New Year's is coming up. If you're somebody who, you know, likes to count years like that, then have some time to really reflect on like what your year has been like and what you want to bring forward to the next year. I guess with me saying that, I haven't really brought light brought to light what I've gotten in the last year my 26 my 26 have been interesting and maybe I'm getting emotional here <laughs> um so much change happened in my 26 I actually turned 26 when I was in Tulum and in Tulum I was already not feeling amazing I um was in the most one of the most beautiful places on earth still having like some headaches and like some discomfort in my body in general. Um, and I feel like my 26 outside of the cancer component, uh, and going to Tulum <laughs> and moving back to home, um, and deciding to quit my job weren't very eventful. Although all the things I have said are very eventful. They weren't very eventful. I don't think I made the best out of the year. And that's just not an option for me anymore. I am going to make the best of every single year that is to come um, with the people, with the people, best people I have around me, being my family first and my really close friends as well. Um, so if you have been part of this journey and have helped me come up to these conclusions, I would include my medical staff, my family, and my friends. I just want to say a big, big thank you and a big hug 
Although you don't really hug medical staff, which is really sad. <laughs> but I want to say a big, big thank you to them and to all of you for getting me to where I am today because uh, I was playing this We're Not Really Strangers game recently with some of my friends and I got asked, uh, I don't remember what the question was, but like, how did I feel now or something like that? And I feel like I have not today or like now because of everything that's going, I'm going through, I'm more myself than I have ever been and I'm getting to know layers of myself that I had never known and I am so grateful for that as well um so go and do it um dive deep into who you are and uh, get to know a lot more of who you think you are because once you get there it's fucking amazing <laughs> Thank you for listening to my story. I want this to really become a platform for other young adults to come share their story because I know it can be a little bit lonely. If you or anyone you know would like to share their story on the podcast, please reach out to me via the email on the episode description or the show description. And um, you're more than welcome to come share your story. If you'd like to write a letter, um, if you don't want to come in, you can also write a letter and I'll read it at the end of the next episode.